0: Welcome to the Ransom Life Podcast. Ransom Life is a nonprofit in San Antonio, Texas, and our vision is to see every exploited youth redeemed and restored. Our mission is to equip and empower exploited youth to experience freedom and purpose, and we accomplish this through mentoring, counseling, and awareness. Our hope for this podcast is to bring you information on child sex trafficking that is easy to listen to and easy to share. So we hope that you enjoy this episode.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ransom Life Podcast. My name is James, and once again, I'm joined by... Teresa, And we're excited to have you here with us today so that we can continue to learn more about child sex trafficking so that uh, we can keep our youth safe and free from traffickers. And we've talked uh, at the very first episode about who, what, where, when, and why of trafficking. We've been uh, talking about how traffickers uh, lure children into trafficking through relationships through sex torsion, uh, even through familial trafficking today we're going to talk about something a little bit different we're going to talk about gang trafficking uh, so Sorisa, can you start us off and tell us a little bit about gang trafficking
0: yes so the big difference with gang trafficking is that It is an organized group. It's a multi-person criminal enterprise that's going on. Um, And the entire gang is benefiting from the trafficking of an individual. So it's the gang members that are recruiting, that are grooming, that are controlling that individual. Um, And so it's an entire group that's benefiting instead of just an individual um, person that's benefiting from the trafficking, like in a romantic situation or in a family type situation.
1: And when it comes to making money uh, within the context of a gang, uh, a lot of times people think about uh, gang members being involved in drugs and selling drugs. Uh, Is this something new that uh, traffickers are, uh, that gang members are starting to traffic uh, people and children?
0: It seems to be coming a lot more prevalent. So um, in the past, gangs have always been involved in some type of criminal enterprise. They were big into the trafficking of arms and big into the trafficking of drugs. Um, and they've realized that the trafficking of people, of humans um, can make a lot more money quickly um, and there's lower risk involved. And so um, I think, I think that that's why there's such a rise going on in sex trafficking, um, human trafficking within the gangs, because they're realizing that they can make a lot more money Um, with drugs. There's a lot of risk involved. So if I have drugs and I'm going to sell them to James, then there's a risk that he could be a cop. Um, and then once he uses that, he needs more. So then he comes back to me. I have to go get more. Each time I go get more, there's another risk. And then each person that I'm selling it to, there's a risk. There's always a risk that that could be a cop. Um, but when they're talking about sex trafficking, um, a lot of this is done digitally. And so the risk goes way down because the trafficker, whether it's a gang or an individual, um, could honestly be in a different state. (laughs) And they're setting up these dates online and they're trafficking these individuals and it's the girl or the boy that's going into these hotel rooms. And so the risk for them might be high that it could be a cop, Um, but the actual person doing the trafficking, the risk is really low. And once again, the difference is you can resell a human being over and over and over again um, with drugs. Once you sell it, once they use it, it's done. You can't reuse that drug. You have to go get more, um, which is not the case with a human being. They're un- unfortunately reusable um, in this case. So,
1: And why would a child even risk their life and risk their well-being by getting involved with the gang in the first place?
0: A lot of times what we hear at Ransom Life with some of the youth that we have that are involved in gangs, um, it all revolves around a sense of belonging, a sense of family. They're looking for a family. Um, And I think we'll talk about that a little bit later as to why they're doing that. Um, But the root of it tends to be they are looking for friends that aren't going to judge them. They're looking for a family. They're looking for um, this sense of belonging, of shared experiences. um, And gangs tend to offer all of that, even though it's typically involved around bad things, criminal things.
1: And that would be one of the similarities between gang trafficking and familial trafficking, like you just mentioned, that there's that sense of responsibility. Uh, They feel like That's their role in the family. That's their role in this group. And uh, they want to do what they can to prove themselves a lot of time, prove that they're worthy to be in the group. And so they'll do whatever they need to do for uh, what is told to them that's best for the group, whether it's selling themselves or uh, whatever the case may be. They'll do whatever they need to do for the sake of the group. And I'd say that's probably the only similarity. There's a lot of differences when it comes to uh, familial trafficking and gang trafficking.
0: Right. So typically, um, I think... It's like a similarity and a difference with the family, the familial trafficking. Um, It does tend to benefit the whole family, but there tends to only be one person doing the actual trafficking, which is what is different with the gang. So the gang, it's multiple members that are trafficking. It's multiple members that are grooming, multiple members that are controlling um, this individual. Um, And another big difference with the gang trafficking versus the family is the trafficking, or when it's going on in a gang, um, it's happening usually to multiple people, and they're all involved in this criminal uh, enterprise. And so there's no judgment at all. They're all involved in it. They're all going through it. They're all doing it. Um, and so there's no judgment for that for that youth experiencing this. Typically within a family, um, at least from stories we've heard and stuff, siblings will make comments. Um, maybe. One of the parents is making comments and like just degrading them about what has happened to them, what experiences they've gone through, what's been forced upon them. Um, There tends to be a lot of judgment when it's involved with the family. And so that's another big difference. And that a lot of times is why, unfortunately, the youth will run back to their trafficker. Um, They'll run back to that gang because there's no judgment there. They feel safe. And a lot of times those are the people that have been through everything with them, the shared um, experiences that they have. um, And they're the only people that that know everything that they've been through.
1: And we've talked before about trauma bonds. And that's another thing that uh, they're experiencing through this is they experience life together and they experience some uh, pretty stressful situations together and they get that connection and That bond is formed, and they have a hard time leaving that. They have a hard time walking away from that. Unfortunately, far too often. But uh, you had mentioned that. uh, So with the family, they're overall they're just looking. These young people they're looking for family, whatever that may be, a sense of belonging. And if they don't have a healthy family life at home, they'll go look for it in other places. And in some cases, uh, that other places within the context of a gang. And uh, this is why we do what we do at Ransom Life with mentoring.
0: Yeah, so I've uh I heard a story from a survivor that was talking about the one of the things that she held on to when she was being trafficked, one of the things that she looked forward to um was at the end of the night she would come back and they would all sit down and have dinner together. Um And so it's, it's this piece of their life that they're missing that they don't have, um, at home. And it's something so simple like that, like having dinner with, um, the other youth that are, that are working for this trafficker and with the trafficker and they, they sit down and they have dinner together. Um, and so at Ransom Life, like James had mentioned, that is exactly what we're trying to offer in our mentoring program, um, we're trying to offer this sense of community, this sense of family um, in a healthy way. <laughs> so the gangs are offering it in an unhealthy way. Um, but we are trying to show them that this exists in a healthy way and uh, we can become a family for them. Um, and we've, we've heard from a lot of the youth that we serve that we have become a family for them. Um, and so it's those mentoring relationships are just extremely important.
1: And if you are out there, if this is a Uh, Close to your heart, and you want to do something about it. uh, I would recommend becoming a mentor somewhere. If you're in the San Antonio area and uh, you want to mentor this specific group of people, uh, these young people, feel free to reach out to us. We're always looking for volunteer mentors that we can pair uh, with these young people and uh, to do life with them. And if you're not in the San Antonio area, there's other organizations all around that are uh, doing work with young people. Uh, So I would highly encourage you if this is on your heart to go. Uh, look at what the next step is into uh, becoming a mentor in whatever organization it is. And uh, that's all we have for you today with gang trafficking. We have one more episode coming up on the HOW series, on the HOW children fall into child sex trafficking. We're going to talk about sugaring. And whenever I talk about sugaring, uh, whenever I mention it, people might have their own thought in their head as to what sugaring is, but we're going to talk about it and how that's related to child sex trafficking. And uh, we have, we're going to have a story for you that you're not going to want to miss. This will be information that'll be helpful to share with uh, your children and even your college age children, because this is something big that's happening in college. Of course, when they're in college, a lot of times they're of legal age. So it's not child sex trafficking at that time, Uh, but it's important to learn what sugaring is and uh, how it's related to trafficking. So we look forward to having you join us again next time. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found this information helpful, please subscribe to our channel and share with your family and friends. Our goal is to educate as many people as possible in hopes of ending child sex trafficking. For more information about Ransom Life, please visit our website at ransomlifetexas.org.